Hey everybody, welcome to the Evoke Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Hausler. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. These short 8 to 15 minute podcasts cover a wide range of topics to help you get faster. Whether you're looking to win a national championship, finish Leadville, crush Tulsa Tough, get on a Gravel Worlds podium, or simply drop your friends. If we've never met, I'm the co-founder and president of Evoke Bike. I've been coaching athletes since 2010, and I've trained with power for over 150,000 miles. I've also won three Masters National Championships, but I'm mostly proud of my nearly 100 Pro 1 podiums simply because it shows my consistency in the game and my hunger to get better for not only myself, but the Evoke community, which includes you. If you enjoy these podcasts, please leave us a review on Apple or follow and download the episodes from Spotify. And if you want to take your support to the next level, please click the support link at the bottom of this podcast where your donation will help us pay for everything that helps to keep this free podcast going. Now to the show. Hey, everybody, as we're getting closer to race season, tis the season for the discussion amongst athletes about, oh, well, my chronic training load is X, Y, and Z, so I'm ready to race. And I just want to put out a very important reminder that your chronic training load is not your race readiness. Sure, chronic training load technically is a determinant of fitness, but that does not necessarily mean you are better and more prepared to race if your CTL is at 90 versus if it was at 80. And The biggest and most basic ways of looking at this are, number one, you could have a CTL of 90, but just trained the past two weeks every day, and now you are tired. (laughs) Or you could have a CTL of 80, and you train properly. You trained, you took a couple rest days, you maybe tapered into an event, maybe your CTL was just... 95 and you tapered a little bit into a big event and now it's 80 or 85 your number's lower but you are clearly in a way better position for the race also remember chronic training load uh part of that equation is your training stress score from all of your rides and you could have been accumulating let's say 100 tss points a day it could all be from all zone two, or you could go out and do a one-hour time trial every day and also get 100 TSS points. So all the TSS points are, are not the same. So while TSS accounts for the following things, it doesn't highlight or differentiate intensity, repeatability of efforts, or any race-specific efforts. So it is absolutely impossible to say that your CTL number is going to determine how ready you are to race. It is just, it, this is the most basic point of, it is one metric. Please do not put so much emphasis on just one metric. That is a very, 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 very dangerous thing to do. And there are so many metrics. You need to look at the big picture. Now you could say, well, what about TSB? Why can't I just look at that? You could still, TSB is a, you know, excuse me, chronic training load and the relationship with your training stress balance. 
you could look at that, but there is a point in time where you could be at zero and technically still be exhausted. I have another post and I'll put a link in this podcast from back in 2019 where I show in a video and also in just blog form how I did a 20-hour, a 26-hour, and a 22-hour week. And because my chronic training load was so high coming off of a big spring build, I had a TSB of zero and was super tired and was ready for rest week. So it driving your CTL high can make things a little bit misleading afterwards. And it goes beyond the scope of this quick podcast, but I'll link it. If you're interested in reading the blog, you can do that. So really, this is the shortest but very important point that a fitness score can be aerobic fitness. It can, yes, it can be general overall fitness. It is not race readiness. So focusing on that can totally ruin your season if you're just looking at this one score. And it's very easy to do because it's highlighted and very easy to see in Training Peaks, in Strava, I'm sure in Golden Cheetah. Like it is a massive number located everywhere. But if you're not looking at the whole picture, uh, you're missing a lot. And I've even had other people say, oh, well, somebody with a higher CTL will last longer in a race. That is so incorrect. Because again, you're not, <laughs> it is so overgeneralized, you are not looking at the entire picture. So incredibly fast podcast. Do not look at chronic training load or even the performance manager chart alone. The performance manager chart is only three metrics. That should not drive if you feel race ready. I cannot stress that enough. Yes, a higher chronic a higher chronic training load when you are training properly is going to be better because that's essentially you're going to be training more. The more you can train so that you still feel good and you still can perform, that is a very good thing. So the numbers have some value, but they are often overvalued. I feel like I've beat this to death. I have no more to say. Good luck with your training. The end.